This is In So Many Words, the podcast, episode 45 for the week of May 1st, 2023. Well, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of In So Many Words, the podcast, where we talk about life, the universe, and everything else. In so many words. I am one of three hosts. I am Chrono Lucas. Over there to my left, we have Miss Stephanie Rose. Uh, I feel like I never need an you know, intro. When you, when you just intro, you just introduce me like that, and I'm just like, I thought hey, you had a catchphrase. I I don't know. I don't want to go with the rose anymore because I'm older mm. now. Oh. <laughs> I'll come back with something else. To uh, to my left, you have Miss uh, Sweet Maui. Sweet Maui bringing the sweet sass to this podcast. What's up? <laughs> We're going to get our shit together one day, you yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. How, how, how have you guys been since last week? How's it going? How's everybody holding up out there? It's Jeez. going well. I, mean, I just had a kid draw, uh, walk in my room, so apologies oh. for that. They don't understand. The door is closed means don't come in. Um, but I get in trouble when I lock it, so. <laughs> you don't want them beating on the door. Mama! <laughs> They literally will do that. Doing the police out. I'm I'm busy right now. And they'll be like, but we just need one thing. (laughs) It's funny with kids. Everything is like the most important, you know, and it's just and then you find out what it is. And it's like, where's my charger or the iPad? And it's like, you needed to stop my whole work meeting for this (laughs) or whatever it is I'm doing. Yeah, not the little yeah. Oh my goodness. Anyways. Well, how was your week, guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine's was fine. Look, I'm very chill. It it was a good week. Nothing happened. It just was a good week. When nothing happens, that's good for me because that's how I need it. Peaceful. It's like All when right. you check the mail and there's no bills. Yeah, yeah. When you when you log in to work, you have no work emails asking you to do something. Mm. You just like who yes. still checks the mail though? You know, like are you still oh, checking I check the, the mail? mail. Like, I still- check the mail. <laughs> we have to check the mail. <laughs> like what? You're not I checking the mail. Are like that's a lot of my fucking problems that you don't check your mail. Like you don't even look. <laughs> I, like I, I don't even look at emails. Like I can barely be asked <gasps> to do that because it's just like I. Oh, <sighs> you guys still check emails? Yeah. What is it, ads? No. Oh, a 25% off chicken coupon? No, No, I actually just got an email asking me to go to a restaurant to review it. So that's exciting. Ooh, yay. I know, free food. And they want to hear my thoughts and opinions. I love a good opportunity. Look, I love going to a restaurant. It's so funny. Or free food. Look, I want to show you this. He's like, who checks emails? I literally have it on my to-do list. To check emails before bed, you can't really see. Ooh, you want to see mine today? (laughs) You gotta check your emails. (laughs) Let's see. Look at mine. Says check on Arizona Cardinals youth football camp because on it said on opening on May first or opening in May, uh, the Arizona Cardinals have like a a youth camp for free for the kids Mm -hmm. at the at the stadium, and so I do the same shit. No, or it's football. football. Like flag oh, football. football. Yeah. Arizona oh. Cardinals. Yeah. And so I do the same shit. Like an email will come in and I'm like, it says to come back at a later date. So I'm going to add it to my calendar. You know, that's a good topic for maybe another day. But like, I feel like calendar usage is a very like distinctive woman thing. And I know Jessica and I are the same when it comes to this. And I know that my husband hates the calendar and I have to like really try to get him to use the calendar. And I feel like Coleman, you might not be a calendar user either. And I just don't understand how people live their lives without the calendar. (laughs) Yeah. Do you use a calendar, Coleman? I mean, Mm. If there's like a big thing, then like I kind of want it on my calendar. What's a big thing? Like a like, birthday? Like, oh, the wedding 
or like oh the 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 big barbecue blowout. What about your meeting, like your work meetings? Ah, sorry. Like, you don't have it on your phone? No, you just you just know that it's like I got to do something at ten fifteen for thirty minutes. Like oh, I don't no. like like Microsoft, but Microsoft does that for you. Like you you, you know, and we all know the sound that do 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 do. And it's just like, oh, you got to overdo. That's if you're on your computer, though. Like, what if you're, like, on the go and you have a... Oh, what about, like, your haircut or your dentist appointment? No, I just know I'm getting my fucking haircut. You must not have a lot going on. I feel like maybe maybe we just have more going on. No, you guys just have to... You guys, women, apparently, have to compartmentalize. Compartmentalize (laughs) everything. You guys have to have everything just blocked off and blocked off and blocked off. And for guys, it's just like, yeah, you got the thing later with the people. Dude. Who gives a shit? <clears throat> Nothing know. gets me like, going. I, I, like, I don't, I don't like have a nice to block calendar. Off, like, I don't have to block <laughs> off in my schedule that I'm getting my hair cut. It's just like, I know I'm getting my hair cut. And that's going to take about two hours. <sighs> Maybe it's different for me with, like kids and work and everything else but like i mean no i even have cody shit on my calendar because he'll forget and like i and like sometimes i have to be like uh and I, i've been trying to get better about like waiting until it's like to see if he brings it up without me telling him and then once it's like an hour before then i'll be like hey do you remember we have this thing and it's like it's either yes or it's no, but <laughs> like the alert doesn't pop up on his phone. He doesn't accept you can put my the alert. Oh, he doesn't, he doesn't even accept, accept it. No. Oh, okay. I'm like, what? No, put the alert. On but his now, phone. but now with his new job, he is getting a lot better with using Google calendars, and we will um like I have a family calendar for like all the family events, like. I ha- well, all right. It's a little extreme, but I have like four calendars, one for each child, and then I have like a fifth calendar for like the family. Where like this event's going on at the school, this kid has this, this you know, dentist appointment, blah blah blah, whatever. Um, it's overkill, and I know it is, but like I like to see different colors. I have a color for each kid, and my brain feels happiness when it sees. Not like, oh, you have 12 hours of shit. It's just like, oh, here's red, here's blue, here's yellow, here's green. And it feels better. But I show that shit to Cody and he's just like, oh my god, that makes me feel sick. <laughs> no, and, and, to, and to our listeners, like, she sent the two of us, like, her <laughs> the calendar before and it's just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Like, how do you... <laughs> See, like, I don't need all of that. It's just like, what? what's the, like, you just kind of just know what's going on on a given day and you just do it. I think it depends on if you have a lot going on. If you only have one event for the week, you yeah. gonna remember that event. But if you have different things happening daily, you got to have, hour. A, you got to have, you got to have a calendar. <laughs> yeah. You got to have a reminder. My calendar mainly consists of future dinner reservations. And that sounds so like, ugh. But it really is. Like, I make dinner reservations weeks out in advance. So that's what I mean we have on my calendar. And, like, the main stuff, like, wash your face. Take a shower. I, oh, like, I don't oh, forget like to take a shower, stuff. but, yeah. Like, habit setting stuff? Yeah. That's good. That's what's on my calendar. That's good. That's good. I, um, I, so this is, this is good uh, content because I've been, like, working a lot with habit setting, like, we all have habits and we get stuck in them, right? And when we start to try to change to do something else, like for me, it's taking vitamins. I don't know why it is so difficult for me to like stay consistent with like taking vitamins. And so I've had to go out of my way to put that shit like right next to my toothbrush so that like my brain will go, oh, there it is. I need to take it. Or just, like, drinking water. Like, I'm terrible about drinking water. I don't like the taste of water. I live in the desert, so water is, like, pretty essential. And, um... Desert water. I just don't like fucking drinking water. And so I have had to go out of my way to, like, do extra shit to make it, like, a part of my habits. 
where I don't have to fucking look down at the phone. And, and so they say, and here's another book recommendation, Atomic Habits. Have you heard of this one, Jessica? It's a big, um, it's a big maybe. popular one. So yeah, it's about like, it's about how like habit setting and habit forming, like your reward system has to be, you have to get something out of it. You know, and so it's like people who work out and they want to lose weight and they go like three times and they're like, I haven't lost weight. And it's like, we're not going to in three, three sessions, you know, you have to stay consistent. And then the reward comes after that. And the same with water. I don't feel shit when I drink water, but apparently (laughs) it's essential. And like, eventually your body will start to feel more, you know, energized, not energized, but just like, you'll feel better when you have the hydration that you need because your system is working better yeah Um, maybe it's just the kind of water you're drinking like you gotta like the water and water has a taste so maybe you just don't like it does have a taste yeah you gotta gotta choose the water you like i use mio i use mio now that's what the dietitian said she was like Mm. you have to like you have to do something so that you just like can get it in Cause like I'll just like mm-hmm. go without getting it, and then like it'll be two a.m. and I'm like, <gasps> I'm so thirsty. You need I, the big one and just carry it with you. I can't. I have. I wish we had a. One day we're gonna have a platform. So my dietitian recommended this water bottle on Amazon, and I don't even know the name of it because I haven't ordered it. But it oh. lights up at you, and it tracks oh, yeah. everything through an app, and so mm-hmm. the shit lights up when it's like. Bitch, take a drink. drink. Take a drink of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, and that's the kind of that's the kind of thing I need when it comes to that. Like that's just one habit that I have the hardest time. But there are there are other things like people have have different habits that they're stuck in, and it's like like face washing, right? Like I've never been, I've never had skin issues until after my second child was born and then suddenly I went all my life without washing my face and now it's like oh this is like the most important thing to do well what what do you mean you didn't wash your face I'm like not a morning night high like okay maybe maybe this is a woman thing too but like you know morning night moisturizer serum um spf uh retinol all the things it's i mean i wash my face and and it never needed to be like anything specific it was like some basic ass bar soap oh a bar soap i've never like i've never had issues i've never had oily skin i've never had Mm. dry skin i've never had acne like none of that and so when you don't have a lot of that shit it's like you go without and nothing happens. But now when you develop a, an acne issue, every little thing makes you break out or every little and you don't even know what it is really like. It could be your diet. It could be your like the detergent you're using. It's like this is that over 30 shit that people don't talk about. As I a person know, with like, sensitive skin, I've just always had to do all of that. Like since you've always un- had unscented, sensitive yeah, skin. Unscent- unscented detergent. Can't use that. Soap on my face? No. It has to be sensitive skin. Everything. I think something happens when you have kids. Something happens Mm. to your, like, and I'll be very interested to see if you ever have kids, like, what things change for you. Because I never had acne issues until I had Connor. And now I've developed cystic, like, acne that comes from it's hormone it's totally hormone it's the one it's the one around the chin and it's it's common in men too like men get cystic acne too but it's like those kind that you can't just like go pop you know they're like under the skin you need to like go to the dermatologist and there's really nothing topical that you can do and so it's just like it's just crazy that the the weird little things that change and i know if like if we have any listeners who are parents you know what i'm talking about where like some shit will just change like some you never had this issue and now suddenly this is a an issue that you have every day and boom you gotta change your habit palmer (laughs) kiki palmer had the opposite so she had really bad acne before Mm -hmm. she had her baby and she said like after being pregnant he cleared her skin so he's like oh my goodness pregnancy actually fixed my problem yeah 
So like, it's oh, that's something to look forward to. Maybe I won't have sensitive skin once I have a baby. You know, I'll be able to use the Victoria's Secret body wash and be like, okay, smelling good. About, I'm trying to think of like men and like the kind of issues that they might have. But it's it's like. Yeah, but that's not, I mean, I don't think, like, I feel like for women, it's a little bit more, like, I feel like it's, it's baked into the female psyche to like care about that kind of stuff because. I don't think so. I feel like there are some guys like I feel like most guys like don't care about it's like oh I got a pimple like whatever. No like, men they, have they acne give and shit. they give a shit. Like if you have acne like full blown not a pimple but if you yeah, have yeah acne- full blown like <sighs> fucking shit you know but I mean but if you have like the occasional fucking like like I have the occasional fucking like weird bump on my face or whatever. Um, oh I know it's a, it's, a, it's annoying it's annoying but. I'm not out here like buying creams and, and maybe that's our problem. Like we don't, cause like, at, like you probably, like men could probably be a lot better off if we fucking just use conditioner and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm just saying like, if we just gave more of a Well think about a about- health issue. Like if you, if you suddenly develop a health issue that you never had before, like, you know, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, those are habit, those are habit forming, habit setting things, you know, like you go towards certain foods because you get a comfort out of eating, eating certain foods. And then suddenly it's like, well, fuck, I have high cholesterol now and I got to avoid fried foods or like anything. It doesn't even have to be like those. I just like shit that develops with age that Mm -hmm. you never had to deal with before. Now suddenly this is something you have to pay attention to and it's so hard because you're so set in your ways to change those things. Well, that's hard because it's just like, well, what if I don't care? Like, what if I just want to keep eating fried foods? I mean, you just, cut I your, love, you, you just know? cut your quality of life down. I mean, it's your choice. It's your life. <laughs> no, you're supposed to care. And if I you mean, do you're care, so, that's I mean, you you're supposed to, to care, but it's to like you're not going to you. live forever. You're not going to live forever. Like, but really. you can make your you're life not, while you're you don't alive have to die joyful. At 50. No, but you can make you don't, who, but you no, don't, who you wants really to take don't medication? Have a choice. No, you don't want to take medication until you die. You don't want to have, mm-hmm. oh, my heart hurts until you die. So yeah, you're not gonna live forever. But while you're alive, it could be pleasant. So I gotta eat like a fucking rabbit just to you live to be ninety six years old. No, just, you just have to like no. moderate like your other shit that got you to this point. You you just gotta do right. <laughs> don't overindulge, you know? But why shouldn't you? I mean, hey, if you want to die from gout at 37, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Not the guy. You got to get your foot chopped off. That's horrible. It's the biggest right. The biggest right. Oh, the big casino, honey. The big casino. Oh. Well, anyways, the, the the big thing that I wanted to carve into this week was uh, friendships. Friendships. Now we think about this show. When we first started doing this show, we were in our mid to late twenties, and now we're in our early to mid thirties. So that's uh, ain't we're... nobody mid except you, honey. Except you, yeah. <laughs> Nobody's okay, mid thirties. It's, com- it's coming for you too, but it's not there yet. Want it or not? It's not it's there yet. All right. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, like, what? Why is it so hard to like make new friends? Why is it hard to just go out and like just make a friend with somebody and like just be like why is it so hard to like first of all establish that relationship and then like maintain it cuz like you can meet somebody and vibe with them but then it turns out y'all aren't exactly friends at all maybe you do something weird maybe they do something weird like something about it just doesn't make it add up Do you feel like you have a hard time making friends? You can't answer a question with another question no i'm asking you because this what what made you want to do this topic like do you feel like it's harder as an adult because I, I, like like it, it, I feel like it's easy to meet it is very hard easy to meet people but oh, like, yeah. the second part was like carrying on the relationship and that's the part that's hard like it's yeah easy so to like what, what do you them. think what do you think makes that so hard to maintain like maintaining a relationship with somebody oh it's because everyone's busy like when you're a kid you have so much free time that you can be like, hey, let's meet up here. Or let's just hang in the house or let's go here and do that. But as adults, you're busy. You have so much stuff to do that it's just like, oh, shoot, can I fit you into my schedule? And I already have all of this stuff to do. 
So it just like takes more work and then you have to think like, oh, is it even worth the work? Like you have friends that you've had since you were a kid. And then you always like, hey, we're going to meet, we're going to hang out, you know, let's go and have dinner in a few weeks. And then you never get around to doing it. And it's just like life happens. So it's easy to meet people and to connect with them and want to be their friend. But I feel like because we're so busy, it's harder to make the effort to hang out with them. It's like I could hang out with you or I could take care of my kids or I can do this versus hanging out. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you guys get it? Like I just. Yeah, you're saying you're basically saying like people have priorities. Yeah, the priorities are different when you're an adult than they were when you didn't have. Um, I feel like I feel like when you have kids, (laughs) if if you're a mom, like Stephanie, you're a mother. I feel like it's easier to make connections with other moms because like, okay, we can bring the kids together, have play dates. And then we can also hang out, too. So it's like two birds with one stone. It's not like the interesting thing about it. Yeah, it's definitely easy to find other moms who are on the same shit. We're all on the same hunt to find other moms that we can connect with that our kids could hang out and we could do grown up shit, you know, in the next room or whatever. The hard part is there is that you don't agree on parenting styles. And that's where my biggest issue has been with, with finding friends as an adult woman with children is that. Well, do you need to agree um, with their parenting style? It's just like, Hey, yeah. You do because when their kids are like fucking with your kids and their response is way different than what your response would have been. It's just Mm -hmm. like, oh, or like, I mean, it's just it's kind of like politics where like somebody will say some shit and you're just like, oh, my God, we are not the same. (laughs) Like, it's like it's literally like that. We're like, you know, somebody like another parent set of parents will come at you with like you know, my daughter will not, this is a legitimate situation that I had happen to me. They weren't really friends of mine, but they were co-workers of mine back before COVID when we were still going in office. And uh, one of the IT guys said to me, yeah, another parent, he was very conservative. Another parent sent their daughter over wearing short shorts. And I know I could see everything. And you know, I had to call their parents and say, don't send your daughter over here wearing stuff like that. And um, and like, and that was a moment that I knew when I was like, why are you looking at an eight year old like that? Like, yeah, that's, why that's are creepy. you so yeah. close? They are children. There is no sexuality in what they do at that age. And so the problem here is you. and so that like that and that shit happens all the time and i feel like it's for me at least it's hard for me to make friends as an adult because it's the same with dating in my opinion where somebody is like their best version of themselves on those first couple of uh of occurrences you know of of dates (laughs) or whatever kind of dates they are they're their best version of themselves and then after time red flags come up and the red flags are like because we're at a point in our lives where we've seen we've lived through so not so many i know we're only in our 30s and like this shit is by our 40s we're gonna have us so many more but like for me at least it's like i feel like i've had enough experience in life to know the type of person I want to deal with and the type of person I don't want to deal with. And so when, when you have people, when their stories don't start to add up, I'm just like, I don't want to deal with that shit. If you can't just be straight with me and if you just can't be like, actually, I just didn't fucking feel like hanging out today. Then, then don't like, I don't need your excuses. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need, I don't need it. I don't like because it's like if you can't just be real, especially people with kids, because you're just like, fuck, I'm working. I'm fucking I'm like I have a husband. I have a house. And it's like all these American dream things that we want and then we get it all. And it's like this is just like too much to manage and juggle. And so I need people who are not going to give me shit. And this goes back to another topic we just recently covered on like, 
you know, I couldn't respond to you right away. It's just like needing that understanding. It don't take it personal. I just have like a lot of shit going on over here and you have shit going. It For me, finding adult relationships is is like dependent on finding people who understand that life is happening and they're not taking it personally. Also, I don't really like to make mom friends who don't drink or friends in general as an adult. Yeah. If there's like if there's any judgment around drinking, I immediately go mm, we're not the, we're not a good fit. <laughs> like and not and not to come off as like a like an alcoholic by any means, but if there's judgment placed on the fact that like you want or need to have a glass of wine or whatever it is at the end of the day and you're just like ooh that's not good i'm just like okay yeah it's like i'm not about to <laughs> like dude if i if i if i'm if i if i'm out and, and you're giving me shit about drinking like that's how i know i already know like we're not going to be fucking with each other oh. but but then it's like 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 I pose this question because like there's like surface level shit like anybody can do some Mickey Mouse shit like you can go over to somebody's house and play Uno and eat pizza and have a couple of cocktails or whatever and it's just like like you can do that with almost anybody but it's just like what is it that's so hard like because I because I don't think like you rarely ever hear of somebody past a certain age like meeting somebody and be like no like that's that's my new fucking friend I feel like a lot of people listening to this show right now us included have these leg- legacy friendships where it's just like man I knew this person since fucking freshman year of high school and now I'm like thirty something years old that's what it is and I feel like a lot of stuff survives based off of that longevity but it's just like is there any substance to it like when it comes down to it. So it's like it's yeah, crazy because it changes. You. Like it changes whether there's longevity or it's new, and that's that's what's crazy. You know, you guys both and me as well. We have friendships, right, from our high school days that we thought were gonna be our forever friends, and then yeah. and now today we're not even the same. And yes it's and sad. no. I I feel yes and no. I honestly. The people that I was friends with in high school, I feel like there's still a friendship there. It's it's different, but if I'm in town, I'll hit them up and hang out with them. And then it's like nothing ever happened. Like we haven't gone years without really seeing each other. Well, I guess it, it, I guess it also comes down to like what does friendship mean really? Because like what I'm talking about is like I'm pretty sure I might live the rest of my life and like not make any new friends. Like not really like a friend. Like that's hard. That's not sad. That is sad. No, but, but, but for what, for what I'm talking about, like for, for, for the purposes of friendship, like there's like a person you can confide in. Are are there, are, sorry, are you guys saying like there's like tiers to friendship? Yeah, there's tiers. Like, there's different there's levels like of friendship. There's like Uno pizza friend and there's like, I'm in a hospital. I need you to come up and see me. Like, you know, like, cause I'm, yeah. I'm just, I'm talking about like that deeper, because like you can go out. I tell you, my deepest, darkest secrets, friend. Yeah, top yeah. tier, top shelf. Yeah, not Love everyone's going to be that kind of friend. You have you have certain friends for certain situations. Like you have you, and not everyone's going to know seasons. your business or your or your secrets. Not even just seasons. Just like you have your friend where we go out and party. That's my party friend, or. This is my mom friend. Like we connect on doing arts and crafts and taking the kids here. But that type of friend, friend, that 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 type of friend, friend is so that's a common. friend. No, no, I'm saying, but that type of friend is so common, it's almost worthless. What do you mean it's common? Like you can like just it's oh, easy. like it's, it's e- easy like, it's, to just like, find I can someone just to like, you... fill in the box. Yeah, I feel I'm like you just have to have a connection like with a them. fucking friend. No, that's still a friend. I feel like what's beneficial about friendships versus like a relationship, you can have different kind of friends to meet your kind of needs. Like whatever needs you have at that time, you can have that friend for that occasion. I don't need to tell everyone my secrets. I don't need five people who know my deepest, darkest secrets. But I would like, you know, I do need five friends that I can hang out with and have fun with. So I just feel like, are you really going to tell 10 people your secrets? 
No. What if you need, like, what if you need, like, different, because it's just, like, how many fucking times can you, like, because I get it. You can have, like, the kind of friends where it's, like, oh, yeah, these are the people, like, oh, you want to go out and get some drinks? And it's, like, but yeah, at some you point ca- you need you something. Catch up. You, at some point you need something deeper than that. It's not, it can that's, be That's what I'm asking. You like, how do you, ha- how you can... get to a deeper level? How many people do you need to have a deeper level with? At, at least, least three. Person. Oh, and don't you? If I you would say at least three. One. If you already have those people, why do you need to make more? That's just like what so. What kind of friendship? Are you? What if you don't have those people? You know. Well, I mean, what if you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you better find somebody. <laughs> find a friend. That's that. That's the topic right there. Right, finding that somebody. It's the but same as finding that somebody to be a partner with. It's just as important to me. Like by the time you're thirty, I feel like you have like that solid group of friends who you know you can share. If your- you're lucky, if you're lucky, you you if if you're lucky, by the time you're thirty, you'll have at least one person that you know that like will come to your funeral and like one stand one, up minimum. one? <laughs> just, just one, one minimum. at least one, at least one. I don't, I don't know. I gotta mm. I got enough people who I can share different secrets with, and then that there's. That's the other part of it. There are certain friends that I would share certain details with in comparison to like the other one. That doesn't make them any less of a friend. It's just like, no, I rather is, share this. What with makes them. it though? What makes what different differentiates mm-hmm. them? Like what personalities? Like their their needs. Like I have I have a set of good 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 friends who I can share more of the like sexual topics and we're good good friends on that whereas i have my other friends where you're sharing like just whatever's going on in your life you're not going that much into sexual details but there's still judgment though no it's not even judgment just that's not that's not our relationship and that doesn't make it any less valuable or as important i can call them and we'll get the same thing it's just that's not our friendship our friendship is more like we bond on eating and I, we eat and we gossip and talk to each other, gossip about ourselves, not about other people. Or you're talking to these people about sexual things and it's still sharing your life. It's like, it's different relationships. You, I don't expect every friend to offer me the same kind of friendship. They're different. Everyone's a human. I value what that person offered, what that person has to offer as a friend. That's why friendships are different. I enjoy a person who, A, I can go to their house and just eat pizza and play Uno. And that's what it is. That's a fun time. That's still a friend. That's a friend. Is it though? It is. It is me. I think it goes by, it goes by what are your wants in a friendship? For me, it's kind of imposter syndrome to like have to um, shape shift in different environments. Like I personally want to be able to be like raw as fuck in like, my friendships or whatever and like anyone else like this is why i only have like five friends because i don't like to have to be like you know not honest about who i am when i get into other environments it's like oh you guys have more money and more like you have more social economical class and like so i have to pretend that i don't eat mcdonald's and it's like we all are. Well, you don't have to shit. pretend. No, no. You see, you don't look at it like I have to pretend like I don't eat McDonald's. You look at it like I can hang out with this group of people and not feel bad about talking about the things that I've bought because well, that, they that are on the same level. To, that that is one way to look at it. But I mean, to me, like my problem with it is, is I feel like there's always going to be parts of you that are closed off and parts of that person that are closed off. So you're really just like putting on a show. You're acting like it's like yeah, like yeah, it's just like oh, like, like so it's like yeah, if we're yeah, if we're doing pizza and Uno, like I can go out and do pizza and Uno, but it's like an act, like it's not like you can't. I love go, pizza and Uno though. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> like <laughs> no, no, it's good. It's there, there's nothing wrong with it, but like if we're doing pizza and Uno, and it's just like you've got like all this stuff, you know, b- beneath the surface that's going on with you, but you can't trust these people. You know, that's whoever you're it. around. Yeah, you have to so, be so it almost it almost feels like that's a waste. It. You just said it. That's it. You don't trust those people to not talk shit about you as soon as you walk out of the room. And those are not real friends. Those, those are, are not, not friends, friends you should have in your circle. 
ever. Mm -hmm. And if anyone Mm -hmm. talks shit about you, that's a friend. It's different when it's family. You know what I mean? You got to know that your mom is going to talk shit about you. (laughs) Like she has a different set of expectations of what she wanted for you and let her talk shit. You know what I mean? But your friends, you choose them. You don't choose your family. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. when your friends talk shit about you, fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them. And if it comes back to you, I don't feel like family should get a free pass either, though. Fuck them, too. That's the thing, though. That's the thing. We've been raised on this storyline, this narrative of, like, we are not allowed to address our elders, whether they're our parents or grandparents, blah, 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 whatever. And I'm all I'm all for respecting elders. It's definitely something I teach my kids. But if my if those elders are abusing their power, that's another story. You know what I mean? But like if if you have a family member who is going out of their way to talk shit about your life choices behind your back and that shit circles back to you, I think that that definitely needs to be addressed. And and I don't care how uncomfortable it makes them feel. I don't care. I agree. Fuck 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 the narrative. Like this is not this is not the fifties, sixties, or seventies anymore. And um we don't need that type of energy. But on friendships, don't fucking like like I said, you choose you choose those people. And you need to trust and, them. Uh, you, yeah, you have to you trust them. To trust and I just wanna I wanna say this point. I have different friends for different parts of me, but I can trust every single one of them. So it's not that I shape shift or don't allow any sides of me to be searched, you know, to show my different sides of me. I I just show what I show. You connect with people on different things. Like I connect with people on nail polish, but I can still trust the person. So that's why it's like, as long as you trust the people that are your friend and they don't have to be calling you every day, telling you every single secret that's going on in their life. You can talk to them. I have a friend who I talk to probably every three months, yet I still consider her my best friend. You can trust that person. So I don't think it's hard to make a friend as an adult. And he's about putting yourself out there. It's like dating. I think, like you said, you have someone you talk to every three months. There's a history there. But going out, going out today and finding a new person, that is, I think, what you were trying to get at, right? Coleman, yeah, going yeah, like out and finding like someone like, new, like, finding someone new today. Yeah. <laughs> well, I a lot of the people that I talk to now, I've met them as an adult. So I have friends that I consider really good friends that I've met as an adult. So if you wanted to like add to your circle, what do you do to go out and find that person, and what makes it stick? You you have to say you go and you go to clubs to have your interests. So if you like dancing, go to dancing clubs, cooking, you know, you do those things. You just have to put yourself out there. It's not hard to make friends as adults. It's just as an adult, we don't prioritize meeting those people. When you're in a when you're a child, you're you go to school, so you're forced to have to meet people. As an adult, it's an option. But you have to prioritize making friends and going to these places that you have similar interests. So if you like painting, go to paint classes and you'll meet people there. For example, I said the moms, but maybe the mom group is like kind of weird. My cousin said it was kind of weird, too. She said moms are weird when she tries to meet them. But like hiking, you just really have to say you have to find that immediate connection. Like, what do we have in common? And then it builds from that. And then if the person is weird or the people are weird, then you just move on to the next group of people. It's easy enough. It doesn't have to be hard. It's only hard because we make it hard. Mm. I mean, it definitely feels hard for me because I don't... Well, and I think it's even harder for me because of the cultural difference um, between Chicago and Arizona. Because a lot of the people I meet here, they're just on a different... They're just on a different, like, I don't even know how to explain it. But, like, there are certain things that I know for certain that, you know, you guys and, like, Brittany, who's my, you know, my roommate from college and, like, my other girlfriend who's still, I mean, I have a lot of friends that I talk to daily that are not here. They're in Chicago. And it's just a, it's just a value system that, like, we have. And there's just, like, a certain way that we do things that 
here in Arizona is not is not the way it's not the temperature here and that's another thing that comes up as a red flag for me where it's like okay I think I mentioned this before too but like people here don't really like talk to their neighbors and it's like that is just such a big thing and big important thing for me and I mean I can't even think I can't even think of like like exact situations but you just know you just know when it comes up that you're like that is not my that is not a part of my value system look stephanie here's a facebook group you should join it's called chicago to arizona so it's all the chicago people that have relocated to arizona you can get your chicago vibes in arizona yeah i should you know <laughs> yeah. first, when i first when i first moved here but that's the thing. It's like now it's gotten to the point where it's like I've given up. I found my one person <laughs> that I thought was like the, you know, the coolest person. And like that fell off or whatever. Talked about that episode one back after six years. And I now I'm and now I'm unwilling to like. And that's the thing that we don't talk about where it's like, I think that's what it comes down to. It's hard to make friends because it hurts when you have to end them. It's hard to, it's hard to get in relationships and have relationships because it is hurtful when we have to end them for whatever reason it may be. And so then you're just a little more guarded, a little more closed off the next time you have to do it. And it's like, I'm just going to keep you at like an arm's length distance because what happened before was was too painful and I don't want to keep having my dog die in front of my eyes, essentially. In so many words. Yeah. That was a good comparison. <laughs> that was a good comparison. I don't know what I don't know what, what your thoughts are. <laughs> like Jessica says it's easy to make friends as a, an adult, but but you also said maintaining those friendships. They're not just surfle, surface level friendships. They're like well, I think I think Jessica's right in that you can have, but I like to me it's like that's not a friend. Like that's just like a utility acquaintance. So it's, like, yeah, you, it's an acquaintance. Like, no, no, no. It's a utility where it's just like I gotta go out drinking, so like I'm going out with these people. Oh, I want to go to the fucking book fair where I'm hanging out with these people. But it's like actual tangible like. You could feel it like that's my friend. Like, like, are you gonna make like a friend like that ever again before you die? Like a friend that's oh, like a connection. Yeah, there's like a strong connection. A connection, a strong connection. Where it's just like, if I was in the fucking hospital, I expect this person to be there. If I, if if my mom died, like I expect, like this person is definitely because, like, I'm not about to invite the people that I go drinking with to like my mom's funeral. You know what I'm saying? So it's I, like I, I'm I talking I trust about those a, people. They know my mom. Go ahead. Everybody that you go out and drink with, you trust them? Yeah. But like right now, when you relocated away from where your family is, I think that's what we're talking about. Like the friend, like they've probably never met your family, right? Because you're in different states. I mean, I know the people here that I've met in Arizona have not met my family and probably never will. Yeah, they, they haven't, but they've like seen pictures. Like, you'll go like, okay, this is my sister, and you get a background story about her. They don't give a fuck about that. That's what you think. You're the one who I mean, they probably don't. I mean, they might. They might. I'm just saying, like, come on. Like. I mean, I feel like at that point, like, they'd be like, you know, next time you go home, like, invite me. I'll come eat them. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that goes. Look, I'm like, I'm bringing my family. I I ain't gonna bring them. I mean, if they come out to you, are you introducing them? Actually, I have. So I've had family come out here, like cousins and whatnot, and I've introduced them to my family. And they've all like hit it off too. It's what you put into it. So I feel like it's hard as an adult only because I feel because like not everyone's worthy of that. It. For me, at least, not everybody is worthy. Not worthy. That's a bad word. Like, I don't know. You guys have, you guys have, I feel like, way stronger relationships within your families. You know, like, mm-hmm. to me, it's mm-hmm. like, you meet my mom and dad, whatever. You know what I mean? Like I probably, I probably wouldn't care if my husband met my parents. Sorry, guys, if you're listening. I just don't have that type of relationship with my family, so it's like it's more important if my family, or if not my family, if if these people met you guys. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's more of an honor if they met you guys because I have 
just change the narrative of like the people who are important to me and you're important if you get introduced to these people not everybody gets that privilege to meet the people that are closest to me um and then like and like for you jessica that that may be your mom your sisters your aunts whoever and coleman i don't really fucking know i mean your mom and dad (laughs) are like to me i think from an outsider those are the most honorable people to meet in your circle so not everybody gets to meet them and that, and that and that's what differentiates between who's an acquaintance for me and who's more than that. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Like I just feel like there's like like I was in a situation once where there's like like a neighbor that knew my parents were like coming to see me and they were just like, Yeah, you know, like can I be a part of that? And I'm like, it's my fucking parents. Like I just met like I don't know, like we can do pizza in Uno, <laughs> but like I'm not about to bring you around my parents. Like that's like you gotta work your way up to that, like right? Yeah. You have to earn it. <laughs> I I, like I, I disagree. It's like if No, because no, it's like if you're dating somebody That's different and you're like though. on the second date, you're not bringing them over to your parents' house, are you? No, but that's different. This is like my life. Then why can't friendship be the same? Because way? because I look at like I will introduce that person to my family, and then they can let me know if that person's trustworthy. Like if they see anything wrong with that person as a friend, they can let me know, and I know like oh, okay, I'm a you know start adding some distance between us as a friend. A fr- friends are more disposable than your life partner. Like, I'm sorry, there are so many people on this earth and you can have a whole bunch of them as your friend. But you only can have like one person that's your life partner. So it's just like, okay, you meet my family and if they like you, we can continue being close friends. And if they don't like you, then I'm gonna start looking at you weird too. And then I'm gonna move on to the next person. It's it's friendships. I mean, they're relationships, but they're easier than your significant other which holds more weight. I feel like the disposal is much easier when it's a friendship um, than when it's a life partner. But I feel like we should treat our life partners the same. (laughs) You know, like, I mean, if I'm being honest, we should take consideration into what, like, I don't know. Never mind. No, I, I I know that's that's for another day. <laughs> Look, I I get what you're saying though. <laughs> you know, your friends only get to see so much of who you are, but your partner gets to see every, almost every part of who you are, and that's where it gets rocky. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your friends don't get to see these certain things about you. Like, they might not even know certain things about you, but your partner who you live with gets to see all these layers of who you are and of who you're willing to let them see. And, you know, I've been with Cody for mm, six years now. And, well, you know, five and a half. And it's like we still start to, like, you know, you just start to see certain things. They're just like, oh, my God this is crazy. I never knew this about you. Or every day you're learning more about who they are. And I think that's why I I used to value friendships more because you just had that version of the, of the other person. But really, you don't really know what else yeah. they have going on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why, that's why you don't need to know every single thing about your friend. You don't need to have to share all of your darkest secrets with them. That's why it's most comfortable. That's why it's most <laughs> comfortable because we just meet each other right here. You're yeah. just like, yeah, I feel you. You feel me? I feel you. Yeah, we feel each other. We're having yes. A good time. I yeah. support you. You support me. I love you. You love me. Yay. But I guess that's that's where the line is drawn. Well, no, I mean it like friendships and relationships, like friendship is like friendship. It's just like you know, like that's your buddy. Relationships is like, you know, we're filling out tax forms together and like credit. Nah, it's even deeper like, than that. We're fucking flossing it's, teeth. It's deep. We're flossing it's teeth. Deep. Do you poop in the fucking bathroom? In the mat? Look, I don't know how it is where you guys are at, but out here in Arizona, you have a master <laughs> fucking bathroom and you got it right next to your bed. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, mm-hmm. 
it just i mean they're and ugh, I so wait, you even, don't want to hate to even fucking say this on the air because i don't get into reality tv mm-hmm. but ah, oh, what is the name of that show perfect match on netflix my fucking mom group friends got me into this shit and one of the things that comes up on that show is a challenge of like do you poop in front of or away from your partner and like you have one person who's just like ew no never absolutely not and the other one was like who's just realist like we all do it it's gonna happen you know what i mean okay so now i gotta (laughs) ask do you poop in front of your partner me never yeah him always ew but the door and that's what i mean was the door open um no what no no, so you mean just like with open. the person, the other person in the room, like, oh, you can hear me pooping. I'm doing it in front it's of It's happening. You. It's happening in there. We all know it's happening. Oh, yeah. You got to announce it. <laughs> I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, listen, listen, listen. I'm the type of person. Okay. Uh, so when you're like in labor, having a baby things happen to your body where your body's just trying to get rid of everything because it's trying to have mm-hmm. labor. And I'm just like, get the fuck out. Things are happening. I don't want you in here for it. And mm-hmm. and so that's who I am as a person. But like, I feel like men, men don't care that they don't feel embarrassed. They don't feel shame. They don't feel weird about like bodily functions in the way that women do. And so Cody is just like, free balls to the walls and it's like literally an issue that we have because i'm just like can you just like not like fart in here it's gross but like but like but like men it's not just him it's not just him that i've had this i've I've had this happen with you know what i mean and so i'm just like i'm curious as to like why there's such a like a such a disconnect there to fart it's around somebody else's mean. It can go inside somebody's Listen, mouth. You could taste I, it. I, I can nasty. say as yeah, a man, like, a fucking I, poll. I, we need a poll for this because yeah, we do. But like, I can say, I can say as a man, like, I don't like when when, when you're doing that when you're going to the bathroom <laughs> to do that. For me, I want to be as far removed from society as possible. Like, I would, I, I would go like. <laughs> No matter how many years fours. or no matter how much how comfortable but, you but, are but with I mean, the person. Like, right, right. And that that's just in general. Like I hate <laughs> I hate when I have like guests over that are like staying over for the night because I only have one bathroom. So I'm just like, well, everybody's about to hear this. Like <laughs> you know. <laughs> you you turn the fan on. <laughs> it doesn't help. It and doesn't the water. Help. Like, and everybody, and then, then it doesn't help. Like you're in there doing it. Everybody's texting like, what the fuck is going on? Like, are you okay? I still hear it. <laughs> Sounds like you're having some trouble. Oh my God. We have like three bathrooms here, so it's fine. But like. Yeah. Like, like, like I like a place. I like a place that has like multiple bathrooms. Like even, but like even going to work, like I don't like, like I don't even know these people, but like I had to find a secret bathroom, and I told you about this, Stephanie. I had to find like a secret bathroom in the building, like that nobody knew about, because like that's the only way that you can do it in peace. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like when you have a significant other, uh, it is what it is. So like if I'm with a chick, it's just like, look, you're human. I'm human. We both shit. I just wonder why the there's shit. like, and I heard it. Why there's so much. You know, like, why there's so much, like, stigma around this, right? Because, because, like you just said, we all... Because you don't want to, like, be around that. Even, yes, especially, and, and then, like, I you feel like it's hard, Naked like, and a, Afraid? You ever watch Naked and Afraid? No. I feel like an episode. Never? <gasps> okay. Oh, my God. We have a minute left. They're complete strangers and they're naked and they're out in the wilderness and they have to like poop in around each other and they're in the wilderness and they're naked. And like it's cold, it's hot, there's bugs, it's smelly, they don't have toilet paper and like they do that. And it's just like, I just like don't like I, I don't know why it is this way, like why we feel so weird about it, but I'm not even going to change the way I feel about it. Like I'm very much like, <laughs> it's so funny, my kids think I don't fart. Really? They're just like I just I just like oh, I don't I don't you never hear it you never see it you never smell it you never none, none of it none of it I don't do oh, it. You're a lucky person, and that <laughs> no, that's just that you're able I, to control it. 
I just, yeah, I, well, well, my husband will tell you that in my sleep, it's a different story. And that's like, okay. I'm like, not even when you're <laughs> oh, sleeping, because I mean. <laughs> and it's like, and and, and, and and that's how he like, that's how he rats me out. You know what I mean? And it's just like, these are bodily functions. We are humans. We all do this shit. But mm-hmm. anyway. Well, no, that's what I was saying. It's just like, I feel like it's weird that it's a problem for people because it's just like, well, we all have to do it. All of us. But it's just like, I, I, feel, I feel like it's so disgusting that nobody wants to be involved with it or like to know. It's a societal thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like I hate when I'm over somebody else's house and I have to do that because it's like, man, I got to like, like I'm, but, but it's weird because like you're perfectly fine with going to pee. Everybody pees, but everybody shits too. But like people are like very secretive about their shit. It's weird, right? We all pee. Like if I, if I got to like, oh, I'm going to pee. Like, oh, it's going to point. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. all do it all. But if you go take a shit, it's just like it's a big secret. Like you don't want anybody. And everybody to, and, talks and then, about it. Let a fucking contractor come into my house. This has happened multiple times. Oh, I'm here to fix your fucking leak in your sink. Can I use your bathroom and then take a shit? What's the first thing I do? I text Cody because he works in contracting construction. And I go, this motherfucker came and he just took a shit in our house within five minutes. How rude yeah. of him. And that then Cody is. will be like, he had to he go. Had to, he had to go. <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck that. You should have went to the gas station. <laughs> like that. And now I don't know. I feel like, dude, that's like a deeply ingrained societal generational i don't fucking know sexist i don't even know where it comes from it's worth exploring you know where we talk about life mm-hmm. the universe and everything else <laughs> in so many words <laughs> well one last thing i'll say about it is that i think we can all appreciate a good bathroom like when yeah. you gotta go that you, you, want a, you want a nice you want a nice comfortable clean nice situation like the worst thing in the world is like when you gotta go and do that and it's fucked up like i couldn't imagine like having to do something in target or walmart or oh, target's Bell really or clean like, you should do it there not all of them okay it's just like if walmart, I, if, different story <laughs> it's but it's nice it's it's a good feeling when you know when you're the home team so it's like it's your house it's your bathroom it's just like that's the most comfortable and safe that you feel but like you mm-hmm. go over to somebody like if like i've never been over your house yet stephanie but like if i had to go over there and take a shit i'm gonna be thinking i'm taking a shit just blame one of my you kids got, do, do you have a poopery yes the fuck what are you- <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that is. <laughs> Does poopery really work though? I mean, yes. Because sometimes yes. I use it, and, and and. Well, you gotta get yeah. the lavender one. It's like lavender and something else. Dude, you smell that shit outside of the door, and you go, "Somebody's pooping in there," but it smells fucking fantastic. So I don't even care. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could call this a shitty episode, huh, man? Like, we really. That's a good play on words. In so many words. No, but, uh, well, that's it. I'm going to go ahead and open up the doors to the church. Stephanie, if people want to find you on the internet, how can they do that? I'm on Twitter at Stephanie Rose. R O S A Y. That's right. And uh, you guys were sweet from, mouth. I was like, shit, I lost you. I'm <laughs> <laughs> waiting for him. Come on. Sweet, sweet Maui, uh, if they want to find you on the interwebs, how can they do that? You can find me everywhere at Sweet Maui, S W E E T M A U I. All right, and if you want to find me, then just find me. But you can also write in to ismwpodcast3 at gmail.com. Uh, you can also go to their pages and check out the link trees, and like that's where everybody is. So, 
here right in somebody right in tell us something talk right shit in, give us some topics roast us tell us tell us how bad of a job we're doing talk shit we want it give it to us but for me and stephanie and jessica we will catch you guys next week bye